Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, September 10th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. Uh, we've got BTC at $46,778.83, up 1.33%. Ethereum at number two, $3,474.39, down 0.34%. Cardano at number three, $2.50, up 5.47%. Binance Coin number four, $432.76, up 5.33%. Tether at number five, $1. Solana, number six, $191.91, down 9.41%. XRP at number seven, $1.14, up 3.71%. Dogecoin at number eight, $0.25, $1.21, 1.21% up. Polkadot at number nine, $32.02, up 14.22%. And last but not least, number 10, USD coin, $1. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So we got fear at 46 today. Yesterday was 45 fear. Last week was greed at 74 and last month was greed at 70. So let's take a look at the articles today. We got five of them. Article one is Bitcoin. This might be the story behind MicroStrategy execs offloading stocks. Article two, Ukraine becomes the latest country to legalize Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Article three, here's a safer way to invest in Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Article four, there is now pressure on competing nations to acquire Bitcoin. And last but not least, the main topic today is don't skip the basics, 10 crypto terms to know before you invest. All right, before we get into the articles, I just want to say thank you so much for welcoming into Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Uh, if you're new here, you can catch me on the podcast, either on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. It helps the channel out. This channel is all unbiased news. So you'll hear about updates that are for crypto and against crypto. So hopefully you do your due diligence and do your own research before if you want to invest in crypto or not. All right, let's take a look at article one. Bitcoin, this might be the story behind MicroStrategy execs offloading stocks. After several rounds of accumulation, MicroStrategy became the largest hodler of Bitcoin as a public company a few months ago. In fact, according to Bitcoin Treasuries, MicroStrategy was holding 108,991 BTCs at press time. Contrarily, the month-end fillings or filings with the SEC revealed changes in beneficial ownership of securities by top executives at MS, according to a report by Bloomberg the company's CFO and CTO made $7 million each in the sell-off last month. Cumulatively, the amount of profit looking by the top eight executives can be estimated to be around $175 million in just one year. The timing is interesting, especially since both uh, Bitcoin prominent Michael Saylor continues to promote the crypto on his social media. In the middle of the crypto stellar rally last month, CFO Fong Le and CTO Lang Timothy Edwin reportedly exercised their stock options. A similar trend was seen back in April. In fact, right before Bitcoin hit its all-time high in April, Saylor announced the board of directors of MicroStrategy is now paid in Bitcoin. Cash MSTR. 
This report caught the attention of popular crypto influencer, Mr. Whale. He alleges that Taylor and his executives are practicing a classic pump and dump strategy. Worth noting, however, that the CEO himself has not sold any holdings yet. According to the influencer, Sailor is, in fact, moving MicroStrategy's BTC to a shady limited liability company, LLC, to avoid the public eye. Mr. Will tweets, Michael Sailor was urging everyone to buy BTC today at 51K. He also moved all of MicroStrategy's BTC to a shady LLC, which means he can now sell without filing with SEC. My guess is that Sailor is dumping his BTC holdings on those he's actively trying to lure in. SEC data also confirms that Sailor transferred 50,000 shares of Class A company stock to Alcantara LLC towards the end of last year. The transaction was categorized as a gift to a charitable foundation for no consideration. Since 2020, Sailor has been aggressively investing in BTC as a primary treasury reserve asset. Bitcoin is now such a huge part of the company's capitalization that the company's price line mimics the BTC trend. Now, while both have surged over the past year, has the focus shifted? Well, in the past, Sailor has claimed that he is a holder of Bitcoin and will not sell even during a downtrend. But looks like the top company executives don't agree with the debt finance hodling. They may consider the fair value of BTC to be lower than that its current market value. It could also be on the back of expectations of consolidation as we enter the last quarter of 2021. Additionally, one might need to ask if Michael Saylor is really as strong, as prominent as he says he is. His tweet from 2013, for instance, suggests that he wasn't always so inclined towards the cryptocurrency. For now, though, Saylor seems happy with the company's exposure to Bitcoin. In fact, in a recent tweet, he once again shared his joy at having chosen Bitcoin over gold. So what do you guys think about this? Bitcoin, this might be the story behind MicroStrategy execs offloading stocks. What do you think about Michael Saylor and that shady, in quotes, LLC? And if you think that was a smart move or if you think it was just smoke and mirrors, comment down below. Article two, Ukraine becomes the latest country to legalize Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Ukraine's parliament has adopted a new law that legalizes the regulates uh, cryptocurrency and other virtual assets like tokens. The bill was passed in a near unanimous vote on Wednesday and will now need to be signed by President Volodymyr uh, Zelensky. Ukraine is the fifth country in as many weeks to set up ground rules for digital currencies following El Salvador's move to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. So what does the bill change? Well, but Ukraine has got non gone as far as El Salvador, which accepts Bitcoin as an official form of payment alongside U.S. dollars. According to the Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian draft bill, the law will regulate legal regulations arising in connection with the turnover of virtual assets in Ukraine, mm -hmm. defines the rights and obligations of participants in the virtual assets market, the principles of state policy in the field of virtual assets. Put simply, the law will protect the owners of virtual assets and exchange platforms from fraud. Cryptocurrencies in Ukraine have long been in a gray area being neither legal nor forbidden due to a lack of existing laws that define them and their usage. While buying and exchanging cryptos was allowed, local courts could not protect people in cases of fraud or if something went wrong. According to the Kiev uh, Post newspaper, authorities have typically regarded digital cash and cryptos of a scam and have raided crypto-related businesses and even confiscated equipment without any grounds.
Ukraine's crypto future. The draft law may also determine how Ukraine will regulate cryptos in the future. The country plans to open up the cryptocurrency market to businesses and investors by 2022, a spokesperson from the Ministry of Digital Transformation told the Kiev Post. Ukraine's Minister of Digital Transformation, Mikhailo Fedorov, also recently said the country was modernizing its payment market so that its national bank could issue digital currency. There is a growing number of governments trying to regulate cryptocurrencies. Besides Ukraine and El Salvador, Cuba and Germany have also made strides. Panama could be the next country to regulate cryptos as it's currently considering a draft law. So there you guys have it. Ukraine becomes the latest country to legalize Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. It looks like El Salvador is the pioneer and everyone else is following suit. Which other countries do you think is going to come forward? Comment down below and let me know what you think. Article three, here's a safer way to invest in Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Exchange traded funds enable you to tap into the hot asset category while lowering risk. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies can be among the most volatile securities trading today. A safer way to invest in cryptos and blockchain technology companies is through exchange traded funds. And the Amplify Transformational Data Sharing ETF block is by far the largest ETF focused on cryptocurrencies and companies that use or develop blockchain technology. It has $1.3 billion in assets and is actively managed. The second biggest ETF in the space is the Siren NASDAQ Next Gen Economy ETF BLCN, which is passively managed. It follows an index and has $291 million in assets. Both ETFs were established on January 17, 2018. There's more about each of them below. Digital currencies, risks, and rewards. Before digging into the blockchain ETFs, consider the risks of Bitcoin and other digital currencies beyond volatility. For example, if you hold Bitcoin in a digital wallet, make sure you don't lose your passwords. One investor lost access to an account with 7,002 Bitcoin in 2012, according to Yahoo Finance. That equates to more than $327 million based on Bitcoin's BTC USD settled price of $46,777 on September 7. There have also been difficulties for people who wish to trade cryptocurrencies on days of high volatility and reports of hacked accounts and poor customer service at Coinbase Global Inc. Coin, with customers unable to recover lost Bitcoin. Coinbase has said only 0.01% of its customers have been affected by account takeovers, and analysts covering Coinbase's stock are believers in the company. Among 24 analysts polled by FactSet, 16 rate the stock a buy or the equivalent. On September 7, Needham analyst John Todaro initiated his coverage of Coinbase with a buy rating and wrote that the company has done a good job of offering new assets and new products in a regulatory compliant manner and is well on its way to becoming a one-stop shop for crypto financial services. Blockchain ETFs. Here's how the Amplified Transformational Data Sharing ETF block and the Siren NASDAQ Next Gen Economy ETF BLCN have performed since they were established against the price of Bitcoin itself in US dollars. Bitcoin has had the best performance on the chart, rising 322% since January 17, 2018, with BlockNext returning 159%, followed by BLCN at 104%. 
Of course, we cannot predict the direction of Bitcoin or other digital currencies, but the chart shows how much volatile Bitcoin has been than these ETFs. To further illustrate the volatility, check out this chart showing performance of the ETF's first two years. Starting from January 17, 2018, Bitcoin was down as much as 71% through December 14, 2018. For the complete two-year period, it was down 18%. Meanwhile, BLCN returned a positive 14% and Block was up 1%. The ETFs have been less volatile. Once again, here are the total return comparisons for the two ETFs, Bitcoin, and for reference, the SPDR S&P 500 ETF Trust SPY and the Invesco QQQ Trust QQQ, which tracks the NASDAQ 100 index NDX for various periods. Block is rated four stars out of five by Morningstar, while BLCN has a three-star rating. Since it was established, Block has been more than doubled the return of SPY and has outperformed QQQ handily. Going back to the second chart above, which emphasizes Bitcoin's plunge in 2018, you can see that BLCN fared better than Block through that decline and for that two-year period. It may be good to consider how likely you would have been waiting out that difficult period while holding Bitcoin. A broader investment in blockchain technology with exposure to cryptocurrencies may fit your risk tolerance better while still giving exposure to this technological phenomenon. ETFs portfolios. During an interview, Amplify CEO's Christian Magoon said he had decided to take an active approach with block decided because of added flexibility. A passive approach to forming an index of companies uh, composed to blockchain might make use of algorithms for keyword searches in company filings for blockchain and related words as a way to identify companies making use of the technology. But Magoon said Block's sub-advisor, Toroso Investments, will take extra steps to verify the actual blockchain-related activities of the companies we invest in. That can be important in a relatively new space with plenty of buzzwords. You might recall the story of Long Island Ice Tea Corp, which said in December 2017 that it would change its focus to investing in blockchain technology while adopting the name Blong Blockchain. That didn't turn out so well. Block typically holds about 45 stocks. Here are its 10 largest positions. It might be a surprise to see PayPal Holdings Inc. PayPal and Square in the portfolio, but both provide services allowing customers to buy and sell Bitcoin. Magoon emphasized that the diversification of Block's portfolio lowered risk, but acknowledged that the ETF's performance is still correlately closely with Bitcoin. Earlier this year, the Securities and Exchange Commission gave permission for Block to hold shares of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC, which has a market capitalization of $6.6 billion. It has been a popular way for investors and traders to play Bitcoin indirectly, but it has its own risks as a share's price at times can rise to a high and very high premium over the trust net asset value. The value of its investments at the end of the trading day divided by the number of shares. This means GBTC has an extra layer of volatility on top of Bitcoin's price. According to Magoon, GBTC has traded at a premium as high as 70% over NAV, although recently it has traded below the NAV. This extra volatility led Block to completely sell out of its GBTC position, Magoon said. It now holds shares of Canadian exchange-traded funds that invest in Bitcoin, uh, 
Magoon says those tend to trade close to NAV as an example of a Canadian Bitcoin ETF held by Block is the purpose Bitcoin ETF. BLCN tends to have more holdings than Block. 69 stocks at the end of the second quarter. It is also less con- concentrated. Block's 10 largest holdings make up 45% of the portfolio. For BLCN, the 10 largest account for 21%. Here are the 10 largest holdings of BLCN. They are Huobi Technology Holdings, Coinbase Global, Accenture, Square, Advanced Micro Devices, Fujitsu, NVIDIA Corp, Z Holdings, Marathon Digital Holdings, and NASDAQ. So yes, there you guys have it. Here's a safer way to invest in Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Comment down below if you think ETFs enable you to tap into the hot asset category while lowering your risk. Tell me if you've dabbled in it or you think, nah, you'd rather go for the big one, Bitcoin. All right. Before we get into the next few articles, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been listening uh, over the past two months. I've been uh, doing it on a continual daily basis. Uh, If you have any questions, concerns, or requests that you want to take a look, try and give me a message or comment down below. I'll try my best to accommodate everything, whether it's pro or against crypto. So again, remember, these are all unbiased news and updates. Check me out on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and on the YouTube space, like, share, and subscribe. All right, let's keep on going. Article four. There is now pressure on competing nations to acquire Bitcoin. So on the day Bitcoin became legal tender in El Salvador, one man's breakfast made headlines all over. Journalist Aaron Van Verdum paid in Bitcoin from McDonald's breakfast in San Salvador today. While the same was welcomed by a majority of the crypto space, it also fueled a weighty prediction from infamous NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden. Just walked into a McDonald's in San Salvador to see if I could pay for my breakfast with Bitcoin. To be honest, fully expected to be told no. But lo and behold, they printed a ticket with a QR that took me to a webpage that lightning invoice, and now I'm enjoying my desoyuno traditional. In response to the aforementioned tweet, Snowden commented, Today, Bitcoin was formally recognized as legal tender in its first country. Beyond the headlines, there is now pressure on competing nations to acquire Bitcoin even if only as a reserve asset, as its design massively incentivizes early adoption, latecomers may regret hesitating. So who are these competing nations? Could any of them soon follow El Salvador's lead? So studying South America, on El Salvador's Bitcoin launch day, Panamanian Congressman Gabriel Silva proposed Panama's own crypto law. In doing so, Silva cited jobs, investments, and transparency as potential benefits. Today, we propose a crypto law. We want Panama to be compatible with blockchain, crypto assets, and the internet. This has the potential to create jobs, attract investment, and bring transparency. 5,000 kilometers away from El Salvador, however, Paraguay is usually named when analyzing South American's Bitcoin scene. In fact, according to some reports, Paraguayan Congressman Carlitos Rejala is even considering uh, legislation for Paraguay to adopt Bitcoin. He tweets, thank you very much, Bitcoin, hashtag Bitcoin magazine, Ethereum, and ETH. 
It's worth noting that though Rehala later clarified that his proposed legislation is geared towards regulation rather than making Bitcoin legal tender. Across oceans. This year, crypto miners fleeing China found Kazakhstan to be a safe haven. Encouraging capital investment, the coal-rich Central Asian country allowed mining equipment to be imported free of taxes. However, it did not regard cryptocurrency as a means of payment. In the West, Ukraine is also considering a new bill to legalize cryptocurrency payments. Even so, it is unlikely to accept Bitcoin as legal tender. Meanwhile, Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko has suggested that his nationals could mine cryptocurrency locally instead of opting for low-wage jobs abroad. For many, cryptocurrencies are the solution to traditional growth challenges or a way to counter the limits of centralized money. Whatever their primary use cases, traditional or otherwise, may be, Edward Snowden proposing Bitcoin as a solution to the OnlyFans porn ban in August is a case in point. Bitcoin colonization. And yet, far from being a perfect fix, El Salvador's Bitcoin launch day was marked by glitches, errors, a price drop, and clashing emotions. Journalist Daniel Avarenga accused podcaster Peter McCormack of misrepresenting local people's feelings about their new legal tender. He has also appeared to call McCormack's a Bitcoin colonizer. In turn, McCormack called him a liar. Perhaps the most accurate answer to how Bitcoin has been received will only be seen in the weeks and months to come. He tweets, these people aren't lining up for Bitcoin. They're lining up for $30 in the Chivo wallet, which was down because they're poor. We cannot let the Bitcoin colonizers control the narrative. And Peter McCormack tweets, people like Steve Hank want to distribute photos and videos of people protesting against Bitcoin. Yet here in El Zante, the small little surf village, there are as many people wanting to and waiting to receive Bitcoin as those protesting the capital. Will you share this, Hank? All right. Wow. Look at all that. There is now pressure on competing nations to acquire Bitcoin. You've already seen some other nations go for it. Which nation do you think is next? Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right. Let's take a look at the main topic today. Don't skip the basics. The 10 crypto terms to know before you invest. Intrigued by the boundless opportunities to get rich by investing in the cryptocurrency world, but don't know how or where to begin your investment journey because it all sounds like Greek and Latin? A good place to start would be to get acquainted with some of the basic terminology and jargon involved, if not all, right off the bat. You might have already heard of some of these terms in common parlance, but when you used in the crypto contest, the meaning and value it carries might leave you surprised. While there are hundreds of associated terms which can't be decoded in one go, bear in mind the fact that learning a few of these terms can serve as guiding light to your pot of gold or crypto treasure. Here's our first installment of basic crypto-related terminology for you to get a better understanding. Number one, cryptocurrency. A type of currency that's digital and decentralized. It can be used to buy and sell things or as long uh, long-term store of value. Two, decentralization. The principle of distributing power away from a central point is known as decentralization. Blockchains are traditionally decentralized because they require majority approval from all users to operate and make changes, rather than a central authority as in the case of a banking system of a country. Three, blockchain. 
a system of recording information in a way that makes it difficult or impossible to change, hack, or cheat the system. A blockchain is a digital ledger of transactions that is duplicated and distributed across the entire network of computer systems on the blockchain. Each block in the chain continues and contains several transactions, and every time a new transaction occurs on the blockchain, a record of that transaction is added to every participant's ledger. The decentralized database managed by multiple participants is known as Distributed Ledger Technology, DLT. Blockchain is a type of DLT in which transactions are recorded with an immutable cryptographic signature called a hash. On cryptocurrency blockchains, blocks are made up of transaction records as users buy or sell coins. Each block can hold only a certain amount of information. Once it reaches that limit, a new block is formed to continue the chain. Four, hash. When a transaction has been verified and needs to be added to a block in a chain, it will be put through a hash algorithm to convert it into a set of unique numbers and letters, similar to what would be created by a random password generator. The two transaction hashes will be combined and put through the hash algorithm to produce another unique hash. This process of combining multiple transactions into the new hashes continues until finally there remains just one hash, the root hash of several transactions. What makes hashes unique and a key security feature for blockchains is that they only work one way. While the same data will always produce the same hash of numbers and letters, it is impossible to unhash or reverse the process using the numbers and letters to decipher the original data. This essentially means that while you can carry out a crypto transaction to transfer a certain amount from A to B, you cannot reverse the transaction from B to A in the case of an incorrect transaction, as would be possible in the case of a bank transaction. Five, wallet. A place to store your cryptocurrency holdings digitally. Crypto wallets can keep your private keys, the passwords that give you access to your cryptocurrencies, making them safe and accessible, allowing you to send and receive cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. They come in many forms, from hardware wallets like Ledger, which looks like a USB stick, to mobile apps, which makes use using crypto as easy as shopping with a credit card online. Six, Bitcoin. The first and most valuable cryptocurrency launched in 2009 when its implementation was released as an open source software. Bitcoins are created as reward for a process known as mining. They can be exchanged for other cryptocurrencies, uh, products, and services. But the real world value of the coins is that they're extremely volatile. While its value has climbed steadily since 2009, it has witnessed fierce fluctuations. Seven, mining. The term crypto mining means gaining cryptocurrencies by solving cryptographic equations through the use of computers. This process involves validating data blocks and adding transaction records to a public record ledger known as a blockchain. Eight, altcoin. Any coin which is not a Bitcoin is an altcoin. Altcoins are alternative cryptocurrencies that were launched after the success of Bitcoin. They generally project themselves as better replacements for Bitcoin. Bitcoin's emergence as the first peer-to-peer -peer digital currency was paving the way for many to follow. Most altcoins are trying to get and target any perceived drawbacks that Bitcoin has and come up with competitive advantages in newer versions. The term altcoin is a combination of two words, alt and coin, where alt means alternative and coin means cryptocurrency. Together, they imply a category of cryptocurrency, which is an alternative to digital 
uh, Bitcoin currency. After Bitcoin's success story, many other peer-to-peer -peer digital currencies have emerged to try to mimic that success. Altcoins, even with many overlapping features, vary widely from one another. Nine, cryptocurrency exchanges. Cryptocurrency exchanges are online platforms in which you can exchange one kind of digital asset for another based on the market value of the given assets. The most popular exchanges are currently Binance and GDAX. It is important not to confuse cryptocurrency exchanges for cryptocurrency wallets or wallet brokerages. Cryptocurrency wallets and wallet brokerages generally allow you to buy and sell a small range of popular digital assets, Bitcoin and Ethereum, which you can then send to a different exchange to trade for other digital assets like altcoins. However, most cryptocurrency exchanges will usually limit their users to only trade digital assets for digital assets, but a few allow trades of fiat currencies such as US dollars for cryptocurrencies. And 10, fork. When a blockchain's users make changes to its rules, it is known as a fork. These changes to the protocol of a blockchain may result in two new paths, one that follows the old rules and a new blockchain that splits off from the previous one. Example of fork of Bitcoin resulted in Bitcoin Cash. Blockchain forks are essentially a split in the blockchain network. The network is an open source software and the code is freely available. This means that anyone can compose, com propose improvements and change the code. The option to experiment in open source software is a fundamental part of cryptocurrencies and also facilitates software updates to the blockchain. Forks occur when the software of different miners become misaligned. It is up to the miners to decide when and which blockchain to continue using. If there isn't a unanimous decision, then this can result in the creation of two versions of the blockchain. There can be periods of increased price volatility and around these such events. So there you guys have it. I uh, hope you guys learn about the 10 different crypto terms to know before you invest. Don't skip the basics. All right. Uh, let's take a look at the prices before we head out. Number one, BTC is $46,784. Two, Ethereum, $3,456. Cardano, $2.55. Binance Coin, $429. Tether, $1. Solana, $191. XRP, $1.13. Dogecoin, $0.25. Cents. Polkadot, $31.69. And last but not least, USD coin, $1. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far to the podcast, to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Again, if you're in the podcast realm, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, catch me there please leave a rating and a review it does help the channel if you're on the youtube space please like share and subscribe it helps the channel so much and i appreciate all the love and support until then and until the next one have a great crypto day and have a great beautiful sunny day peace